And welcome everybody to another episode of the Animaniacast. Being distracted by crooning Kringles for a full month of every year is unacceptable. I must put a stop to them. Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? I think so, Brain. But where am I supposed to get you? Oh, and welcome to another episode of the Animaniacast. This, of course, is the podcast that's dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs, as well as other shows within the Rugerverse, such as Pinky the Brain, Tiny Toon Adventures, and Gregazoid. But today, we are talking about a very holly jolly episode. We are talking about episode 35 of the Animaniacs reboot. It's that's right. Episode 9 of the third season. Uh-huh. We're going to unpack all the cultural references and gags, and of course in the end we're going to give this episode of the Animaniacs reboot a Water Tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother Nathan. Five golden rings! <laughs> <laughs> and across the country in Georgia, there's Kelly. Hey, y'all. Hi! Uh, well, I'm very glad that we're all here and that Nathan is safe. Uh, Nathan, for those of you who do not know, uh, is in Maui. He records from Maui. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we talked about it in our bonus audio on Patreon this week about uh, how he's been pretty much unaffected, luckily. Yeah, but you have to listen to it there because I'm not going to say it again. We're not going to go over <laughs> a lot of stuff. And... Uh, and but yes, we're glad that Nathan's here. We're glad we're all around, and uh, we're going to be talking about this Animaniacs. Boy, this is a great way to cool down, I guess, right? Because you get to think, well, it's so hot. It's August when we're recording this of 2023, and it's just ugh, it's unforgivingly hot. So why not? Let's do Christmas in August. Let's cool things down. Uh, let me ask you something, guys. If someone were to ask you about this episode, just to summarize it in just a few words, what would you say, Nathan? Oh, this is like a an episode you should watch around uh, like Halloween or mm, Thanksgiving or I don't know. It seems like a certain holiday you should probably watch it on. I can't. I don't know <laughs> which one, but you haven't holiday put your finger on it yet. Episode, yeah, <laughs> Arbor Day. And <laughs> Kelly, what about you? Muted. You're muted. Kelly's muted. This microphone, I so sensitive. I'm always <laughs> muting myself. Um, no, I was, I was saying it's a Christmas themed episode. <laughs> the, there, it. there we go. Well, we're gonna find out whether or not the uh, we all really lo- like this episode, or whether we found this episode simple, pointless, and incredibly irritating. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it sucks again. <laughs> uh, but before we do, we got to get to our February, our fun February facts from February 17th. Nathan, what's our fun February facts theme song? Oh, um, on the first day of February, my true love said to me, why not talk about February 17th theme facts? 
Thank you. I was really, really worried that we were going to have like 16 other verses of that song. I know. I was like, I was like oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes later. Um, oh, man. So, yeah, we have a Christmas-themed episode. And in honor of that, I went through. I can, After a lot of uh, time and effort, I confirmed Christmas has never landed on February 17th. And there we Very go. Very good. Wow. That is shocking. Uh, oh, uh, however, there are some other holidays. Uh, oh. These are the daily holidays that fell on 2023. So here we go. Here's a couple of them. We have the analog to digital TV day, whatever that means. Uh, Champion crab ras- races day. <laughs> Champion crab races day. <laughs> There's my way day. There's national cabbage day. Um, national cafe a la aulat. This is like what? This is, uh, I think it's Olay. Olay, Olay. Maybe. maybe. It's it's French. I don't know. So there's uh National Caregivers Day. That's boring. Indian Pudding <laughs> Day, that's exciting. PTA Founders Day, Public Science Day, the Acts of Kindness Day, Who Shall I Be Day, the Human Spirit Day, and World Information Architecture Day. That's really wow. Fun. Um wow. Did you did you find all these facts from the National Today? Yeah, these are this is holidaysandobservances.com. That's the site that I go to with my students when I'm when they want. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> um, and then since there was a thieving thing, there was a robbery that took place in 2012 where thieves raided a Greek museum that showcased the history of Olympics in the city of Olympia. Wow. They stole priceless artifacts. Um, so I don't know. But uh, what, and when did that occur brain. again? That was in 2012. Ooh, maybe they got some of those. Maybe, you know what? I just heard that the United States just found a bunch of uh, stolen artifacts, and some of them were Greek things. So maybe some of those stuff, some of that stuff got returned. February 17th on 2012. There you go. And that's your February 17th facts for the day. Hooray. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get into our episode discussion. And uh, it starts off with the music, of course, the theme song we're all used to. But it's just like in the original series. It's, uh, you know, Christmas-themed. We have a lot of uh, sleigh bells, and we have snow, and a lot of other kind of, I don't know how else to say that, kind of like uh, toy kind of sounding things going on. It sounded pretty cool and looked pretty cool. They lock us in the tower whenever we get caught. But we break loose and never lose, and now you know the part. We're and uh, then it has, of course, the variable verse, Socks Aganey. Socks Aganey. They really should have done Citizen Caney. Because <laughs> that's the one they always did when they did the snow. That's true. Yes, yes. But they, every, every one of these episodes is one thing. They've always had a new variable verse, which that's something we could say about this reboot. I think they, they've not repeated a variable verse. I would have loved them to do "Here's the show's namey" one time, just because it was just reanimate that, or so you know what I mean. Just yeah. you're almost reanimating so much of the original theme song and a lot of bit, a lot of bits of this. So why not do just as, as a salute to the original? Here's the show's namey. You don't why not Again. one time, one time. Oh well, they never did. I don't think we have one more episode to watch, but I don't think they do. Um, <laughs> Um, well, what did you guys think about this the the theme song when it was all? Because I, I didn't. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm getting toward the you know towards the end of the series here, and I'm 
kind of skipping past the Animaniacs theme song a lot now. When I skipped like, it. I saw it. Oh, it's snowing. Okay. I skipped oh, it. Oh, see, I was, I was like, you know what? I'm going to look, because after... After meeting Steve and Julie Bernstein now, I'm like super tuned into the music more now. I'm like, I know these people. I'm going to li- really listen to what they did and appreciate it more. And I did. I really did appreciate it. I thought it sounded really cool. I liked it. It was like, yeah, doing all that kind of fun stuff. Nathan, what did you think? I liked it. Um, I think they, they did that before, right? Wasn't there another Christmas episode? Or was this there the was first? Christmas where it was that Halloween I- episode or something. I know they've changed. <laughs> They, Where they I know change they the thing. They well, yeah. They, the oh, you're saying like Halloween? Yeah, for the reboot. The, yes. Yeah, yeah. They did to kind of a spookier kind of version. I think. I think. Yeah, I do appreciate when they make little like changes. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of in the reboot. This is the first Christmas episode in the reboot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I can't think of another one off the top of my head because I know there's like yeah, there's like three in the original series. I right? about two, three. There's probably well, there's at least three, right? Well, it was nice that they took it to the next <laughs> level, though music wise. I think instead of just ching 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 with the sleigh bells, yeah, and, and I Having think some Tom, cowbells and yeah, cowbells <laughs> and different like yeah, it sounded like um oh gosh, like the I don't know, almost like what you would hear like in uh, like the Nutcracker Suite or some you know those kind of little sound effect kind of things that they do, um, the ratchety sounds. Um, to make it sound yeah. like elves are building stuff or something. So I, I, I don't know. I, I dug it. Yeah, I got it. I, it made me. It made me smile. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, th- that's that's the song. That's the thing. That was that was cool. But then we get to our first major segment right here, and it's Pinky and the Brain, and they don't show the theme song. They don't show the intro theme song for hey, this. Hey, that's great. It just goes right to the title card, and it's split into two parts. But we're going to talk about both parts all together because it just makes more sense for us to do that. So, <laughs> this is called How the Brain Thieved Christmas, Parts 1 and 2. And How the Brain Thieved Christmas was written by Timothy Nash and Lucas Crandles, and it was directed by Matthew Yang. Nathan, why don't you tell us what the heck happens here and How the Brain Thieved Christmas. Okay. Well, um, we see uh, a science lab and all the scientists are like drunk and partying and um, they're all singing Christmas carols. It's Christmas time. I don't know if it's Christmas. I mean, I guess we're a couple days away from Christmas. I don't know. But uh, the brain is sneaking in. He the, uh, the guard is passed out. He uses his hand to open up the door um, and he's going to steal some sort of like neutron thingy i don't know what this is he doesn't even know what it is but <laughs> <laughs> he's having trouble uh, focusing as well finding out yeah exactly, exactly. What this is so he, he he gets it but then he's like oh i thought something was gonna surprise me and make me drop it and then uh i think he drops out and surprises him and makes him drop it and yeah it breaks and then he's so upset he's so mad he's like this is all because of christmas i'm gonna thieve christmas i'm gonna make christmas a problem because he yeah he doesn't know why he's stealing this. He's gone completely insane. Um, <laughs> and this genius pinky there. No. Uh. <laughs> remember, this, this not good singing has breaking my brain. Uh, 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 no, so um, he's going to try to figure out what the next big toy is because he's going to use that. 
to steal Christmas. Like this is never he's never done this before. He's never done for Christmas trying to make a popular toy for kids to have. <laughs> Didn't we already do a Christmas based plot in the Emmy Award winning special A Pinky and the Brain Christmas? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, uh, so yeah, he's trying to think of what uh, other popular toys in the past were, which is like yo-yos and hula hoops and fidget spinners. Um, and they're all annoying. And he's like, okay, I need something that's annoying and pointless. And Pinky's annoying him. And he's like, ah, oh, you, Pinky, you're the most annoying and pointless. And um, he's going to make a toy out of Pinky. Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? I think so, Brain. But if love is all we need, then why do I still have to go to the bathroom? So uh, he starts to produce it. He's having issues, though, because the pinky is either too dumb or too smart or too meta. Um, And then he decides to actually copy pinky's brain cells. And that's what he so. um, So he's got that in the machine and now he's mass producing it. And I think there we cut to the next cartoon. I think that's right. For the end of part one, I believe so. Yeah, they well they 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 do de-swallify. They have a whole they have a whole toy thing, right? Yeah, he he ends it. Yeah, he's he's mass produced it, but it doesn't get. I don't think they show it being really popular until part two. Right, right. Then they get to part two. Okay, popular. Oh man, everyone wants this. Uh, It's called the pointy. I think uh, it's a pinky. Pointy, pointy, picky. Pointy. Yeah, the pointy picky. It's it's you know it looks exactly like pinky. Um, it sounds like Pinky. Uh, it's just Pinky. It's got his brain. It's got everything, you know. Do they and really explain why one. kids like, I wish they, it seems like we kind of missed out to the fact of why. I mean, I know they said it's useless and pointless and all that stuff and annoying. That's why. Um, but I wish they had a moment or it seems like they kind of missed a scene where, I don't know, kids were shown actually wanting it and it was annoying their parents or something. You know what I mean? It just but like all of a sudden it's really it's popular. really annoying. The parents aren't going to want to get it anyway, so I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> well, Tickle Me Elmo was very annoying, but very very yeah. popular. I, I'm actually surprised they didn't bring that up as one of, or a, at least a similar kind of toy. Uh, because, yeah, a parody of Tickle Me Elmo, Tickle Me something, you know. Right. But. Yeah, because like you're showing all those essentially like a stocking stuffer gift these days, like a a fidget it's spinner and yeah, like those aren't equivalent to a doll to me. But yeah, anyway, exactly. I thought they kind of, I thought they kind of missed like a scene. Like, should they show? But whatever. Okay, really popular. It's, it's shipping out. In yeah, mass it's quantities. on the news. The news are saying it's popular, and it so it is. It's really popular. Everyone's buying one. Um, and yeah, so Brain's plan seems to be working because now he's like, all right, it's time to thieve Christmas. So he pushes a button on a little remote, and it says thieve or steal i can't remember uh <laughs> all the uh all the pointy all the pointy pinkies come to life and are stealing all the presents from underneath the tree and bringing them to the acme labs um and so everyone wakes up the next morning and like oh all our gifts are gone um christmas is ruined but there's one little girl which is so cute and she's singing silent night despite the fact all of presents are gone this had better not inspire some kind of cliched anti-consumerist sing-along. Hey, everybody! There's a small girl singing! Oh! Should we join her in a righteous moral stand against the commercialization of Christmas? A solo singer? Nah, for me, it's choir robust. Back inside, everyone. Pinky doesn't care. Pinky goes, runs out, and he goes, joins her. But 
Dwayne's like, fine, whatever. I don't need you to steal Christmas. I've got the pointy pinkies and they're all coming. But they also hear the little girl singing. So instead of throwing the presents in the fire like they're supposed to, they go running out to go sing with the little girl. And it's just so adorable. And um, the whole town now is running out to sing Silent Night with the little girl. They now don't care that they're lo- that they've lost all their presents. But Rain's still like, fine, you know what? I'm going to still burn these presents. So he burns a couple and then he finds one. And he's like, oh, this one's addressed to me, the brain. Oh, what could this be? Timmy will have to do without his building bricks. Huh. As for a little brain. Brain? Well, I wonder what we've got this year. Another mug with Pinky's face on it? Or another perfectly stable particle of antimatter suspended in a vacuum-sealed anti-proton trap? It turns out to be the particle collider, or whatever it was that he wanted to get at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Pinky somehow found another one. Um... Mm-hmm. So he comes out and he sings the last verse of Silent Night. Sleep in heavenly peace. <laughs> he uh, then gives Pinky a present, which was uh, his very own pointy pinky. But that pointy pinky then scares the brain, which makes him drop the particle and it breaks and uh, destroys a pointy pinky also. But... They're going to do what they do on every Boxing Day next is drink a lot of eggnog and then try to take over the world. So. Yeah. Boxing Day. Go. Ha ha ha. <laughs> well, it uh, comes to references. There's a lot of uh, traditional Christmas songs that are sung in this. I actually was kind of um, pleased, I guess, with that and the fact that it was in that it was kind of like a traditional Animaniacs Christmas episode in a way because they weren't joking at those carols they were just i mean obviously there's the check yeah. the stalls for hanky panky kind of thing that the yeah. pinky singing is a kind of a parody lyric but you know the the stuff that she's singing the the, the silent night and everything that's just playing it normal that, that was that was interesting it was it kind of felt reminiscent i guess you could say of of things like little drummer warners or something like that where they're not trying to necessarily be overly silly they're just no this is the song this is christmas time and this is the song for it um there was uh you know the, the reference wise it's it's not too i mean there was a cool vocabulary word that i learned uh the brain called them uh jobber nowls, i believe is how you pronounce it and I had to look that up. Jobber now, a jobber now is like a person with an oddly shaped head, almost like if you kind of like a blockhead. They so did have weird shaped heads. Yeah, well, every human does in this one. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, but the it's a stupid person, basically. So, I mean, you could get that from context clues, but yes, jobber now. I thought, okay, that's kind of a cool word. Uh, let's see, but uh, they're kind of uh, references. I mean, he kind of referenced. Uh, you know the the stupidity of people who you know their their argument against evolution might be that if we came from monkeys why are there still monkeys yeah and, and so that's that even was, too stupid for pinky apparently. it's too so. stupid for pinky even so take that uh but yeah that's pretty much i mean there's hey it's referencing christmas it's referencing toys and you know uh, grinch stole christmas oh yeah and the grinch stole christmas i guess that's a big thing <laughs> 
It's such a big thing that I didn't even mention it. Yes, this is <laughs> the parody or at least a salute in some way to The Grinch Stole Christmas. So we have yeah, a lot a, of yeah. smiling, the, the yeah, sleigh the, at the, the end. The people look like Whoville people. Right. You know? They're referencing like how little Cindy Lou Who would go out and sing as a it, like yeah. a lesson to uh, anti-consumerism kind of thing. Um, that who needs presents? Yeah. And of course, the sleigh at the end was... Uh, very much like the Grinch's uh, sleigh, except it threw pointy pinkies at everybody. Mm-hmm. And it but, started throwing it too hard at some people. Yeah, it was a little too 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 violent. Too aggressive, yeah. <laughs> but that's about all the references I can think of. Is there anything else, Nathan, that I'm missing? Sure. Maybe when he says, cast him into the fire, it could yeah, be Yeah, I Lord saw of that the on the wiki. And it's a, like, the, maybe? Yeah, it's a, it's, they were, on the wiki, they're saying it's kind of cast him into the fire and destroy him as a... As a reference uh, to Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, which maybe I mean, I I've only seen it. those films one time, so <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Nathan, you just listened to the audiobook. Do you remember that at all? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> By the end, you're like the last four hours of the book. I'm like, oh my gosh, they've already destroyed the ring. Why is it still going? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad they captured that feeling they, in the movie yeah. where you're like, oh yeah, they go, the end. Just kidding. Yeah. Andy Circus goes on and does like, oh, and then here's some more things that were added after he wrote the book. And I'm like, oh, oh you're my gosh, kidding me. Really? Things. Like, yeah. Wow. Some post post things. I'm like, okay. oh, no. So Andy Circus, Andy Circus reads the book? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He's going to be at DragonCon for like a day, I think. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. I would like to meet Andy Circus one of these days. Like, yeah. Anywho. Uh, well, uh, let's talk about some of the things uh, you might have enjoyed from this first cartoon. Kelly, let's start with you. Does any you notice anything in this first cartoon you enjoyed seeing? She's making an expression, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> where she's trying very I'm hard. Trying to, I'm trying to think. Um, I like Brain's little hat. <laughs> <laughs> Like his like little Mission Impossible hat or whatever. I barely like, even remember that hat. It was like this little black hat. Like he was kind of dressed like a. Um, Is that the beginning of the episode? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, what I, like, I feel like he put it back on it towards the end, but um. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he looks like he was about to like uh, do a secret spy mission kind of thing. <laughs> Nathan, what about you? Um, I liked that uh, when. Pinky is t- messing up the brain when he's trying to make pointy pinkies. <laughs> I don't know. He's like doing his own like little like eating the fur and things like that. I don't know. He's just being annoying to brain is kind of fun. I don't know. I like <laughs> that brains uh, finds Pinky uh, attractive apparently because he's like saying don't be seductive. Yeah, stop being so seductive. <laughs> and and... Make that uh, Pinky less handsome or something. Oh, okay. The yeah, not so swole. De-swallify yeah. him. So, um, yeah. Which that um, swole Pinky does show up at the end. Uh, yeah, no, so so the, he, he still was still created. He got through uh, quality control or something. Yeah. Know. That's the variant one. Very collectible. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It was fine. Um, oh, yeah, the other. Did we mention the meta joke? 
Was... Oh, the meta joke meaning that we've kind of done yeah. this before with a uh, except much much better. Uh, with... Yeah, <laughs> I thought we were talking about things that we like. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know it's always weird when they reference to that kind of stuff. Like we've done this before. It's like, yeah, we know. <laughs> stuff like, it's like yeah, don't bring the that emmy award winning don't episode. remind me yeah, of the like, emmy award winning one like you're not doing that this is not going to be an emmy award winning one this is not going to be a repeat um <laughs> well I, I wrote down a bunch of stuff that i liked because yeah. I, I took notes and i there's a little moments i liked a lot like uh just at the beginning when when the brain is doing his mission impossible thing and pinky's head kind of slowly rises up kind of behind him uh mm-hmm. like kind of a, a goofy expression i thought that was funny uh that made me smile and uh the there was some really great animation and uh, a portrayal by Maurice LaMarche where he's i think telling pinky we you know will you close your mouth simple um, pointless irritating Simple, pointless, irritate. Would you close your mouth when you chew, you masticating malcontent? I did think the de-swolify thing was was kind of funny, and the the news station was called Exposition News. Uh, I was like, okay, that's that's that's, that's, that's um, And I did like the part where the pinky, the pointy pinkies, are breaking into the houses. And one of them steals the presents from this little girl, and the little girl looks at her apple juice and pours it out like it's booze or something like that. <laughs> that made me smile, <laughs> laugh because I've seen that. I was like, yeah, it's somebody. I was like, was she bringing apple juice to Santa? I was so confused. I was <laughs> yeah, like, that was a, yeah. At first, you think like, yeah, why Santa? was she? Yeah, I was a little confused at that before at first too. But I was like, oh, I see, they're doing the whole. I'm no more booze for me joke except with apple okay. juice. Like, okay, that's 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 clever. I felt sorry for some of these houses where it was like one thing that he steals was one ornament on the tree and yourself like you're the present. You're already stealing like the main gift, pointy pinky. Just <laughs> yeah. By you walking out of the house. That's like, a good point. You're the most popular by you just leaving. Yeah. That's what yeah, they should have that's what the brain should have done. <laughs> just had them all walk into the fire at the end. It's like it you're the a very dark. Yeah. Oh now God. you all die. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was kind of hoping to see, even though it would not make any sense. It was I, I, when he had that present, of course. Um, and you want to see? I wanted to see that keychain again. It's just funny how the Pinky the Brain Christmas is so good. <laughs> the original one. Mm-hmm. Is just such a masterpiece of like silly, silly stuff throughout and has such heart to it. And this is, there's elements of like sincerity in this pinking the brain, mm-hmm. but the silly, and there's some silly moments, but it seems like time, like the amount that you could, <laughs> you have a lot of plot invested in this but there's not a lot that's i think one of the biggest things i have the problems with the animaniacs reboot it's like should this be funnier shouldn't i be laughing like time wise in this in this minute two two three minute span shouldn't i be chuckling more than i have been instead of just nodding my head and smiling or something like that i don't know is that Mm -hmm. too much to ask maybe it is (laughs) Uh, but that, that's, uh, that's first cartoon right there. 
Uh, unless there's anything else to discuss about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I wanted to bring up. So he's talking about like the most famous toys of all time or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I was <laughs> maybe this just in the generation of which I was born, but I. I was thinking immediately like cabbage patch dolls and Tamagotchis because when I saw the little egg, I thought it was going to be like a Tamagotchi and Furby. I thought, yeah, yeah. And it's like stuff from like the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I love it. Except for the fidget spinner. are amazing. But yeah, the fidget spinner was kind of out of left field compared to the other stuff because I guess the slinkies were sort of like early 80s. We had the slinkies were old. The slinkies are like 60s. Yeah. Well, they like marketed or remarketed it back. Yeah, in I the remember. 80s. I remember my dad had a slinky in his. At, at, at they last all of five house. minutes because you. I don't know why, but my grandparents had. I don't know how my how my well, you get the aunt old, and, the, the original ones. They knew how to make them right. Yeah, that's know, true. That, no, it's yeah. true. They were thick. They were like yeah. I, I, I distinctly remember. Yeah, it was like my granddaddies. We yeah, had the metal the metal one, um, yeah. but it always got tangled up. Yeah. Maybe we just didn't know how to work a slinky. <laughs> well, yeah. I think it does. I think it does help to have the thicker metal too. Yeah, those thick slink, like those those retro slinkies. I mean, I remember playing with that that other one for a long time, tangling it up, and then having to untangle it, and it still worked. Mm-hmm. I tell mm-hmm. you, they knew how to make them back in the '60s. If you ever go to a, an was, antique store, get a the slinky. The original invention was in 1943. Or wow. See, there you go. In the eighties, they were all plastic, and they would snap and break, and yeah, or but, thin, thin metal, and then they would you they bend and be. I think we had the thin like metal yeah. one because they yeah. really were flimsy. I had a slinky once, but I straightened it like aluminum, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. If you got my Ghostbusters two reference, then good for you. Okay, uh, <laughs> Kelly's like, nope, I didn't. Egon did that. Never it's been mind. a long time since I've seen that movie. <laughs> it's been a long time well, since I've listened to anything Joey says. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> let's move on to a Santa-centered episode. Yeah, Santa Mania. Well, Christmas one. Uh, Santa Maniacs was written by, also written by Timothy Nash and Lucas Crandall's, and it was also directed by Michael Yang. These these three. Matthew. Wasn't it Matthew? Did I say Matthew? What did I say? I said you said Michael. Else. Michael, Matthew. You know what? Look, I like to call him Michael, but you might all know him as Matthew Yang. You know, hey, I call him Michael. Uh, yeah, they no, did Matthew all Yang. three segments. Yeah. Yeah, they did it all. So there you go. They were, they were Cons- in a very festive consistent. mood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Kelly, why don't you tell us what happens here in Santa Maniacs? Okay. Well, uh, the Warner siblings, it's Christmas, and they don't have like, any presents under their tree. So they do what the Warners do, and they go and seek out Santa Claus at the North Pole. And he's just, like, hanging out, uh, sitting in his chair, and he's he's kind of burnt out. <laughs> he's... He's uh he's burnt out and he's tired of all the complaints and the Karens and uh, people just not liking their presence. Dear Santa, you got me the wrong model of smartphone. Dear Santa, do you really expect me to play my new console on a TV that isn't UHD compatible? Dear Santa, coal is killing the planet, you monster. Dear 
just dumb entitled kids. Uh, that last one is from you. So he's just he's wanting to take a break, and so he he said they're like, what are, what about all the presents for the the kids and stuff? And he says that uh, why don't you do it? I mean, you know, you're here, you can you can do it. So they have this whole song, um, that's kind of talking about well, they could help him, but and then it gets really into they'd have to work the reindeer so hard to get the speed and. Um, I don't know, basically like the reindeer would explode or something horrible or burn up to death is basically what I got. The sonic boom would work its way through desert honor dancer soon engulfing Cupid comet said that this can't be the answer. See, the last thing that we'd want to do is make the reindeer yell. We could try to do it Santa, but we think we need your help. Exploding reindeer is a risk I'm willing to take. That's one cranky kringle. The, the physics of it is just impossible. So I guess they don't have that that magic Santa touch where they can do it all in, in one night. And um, so Santa gets really tired of them singing because it's kind of a long song, really. It goes on for a while. And um, he wants them to stop singing. And so he's like, fine, I'll do it. And they get into the sleigh and he he's in the front and they're in the back. And they're dressed like elves and they continue to sing. And he's just like, please stop singing. And I heard him exclaim over sleigh bells ringing. Happy Christmas to all. And will you please stop singing? And, and that was about it. And, you know, there were no Rudolph references from the Rankin Bass production in there. So I was sad. And no, no not one dentist elf was mentioned. Nope. So, so you... that was okay. sad disappointed well (laughs) let's look at the the references in this one right here uh i guess the i don't know the 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 main reference says there's a guy named santa and he lives in the north pole uh there's some stuff in um the the song though that's of note i believe like uh yakko wears uh they reference yakko's world again I don't know if you guys ever heard this Yakko's World thing, but the the reboot knows that it exists, and they want you to know that they I, know it I exists. I got that. I got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they referenced Yakko's World again. Uh, there's also a little Edward Snowden reference. See, that's just the way just fly on all those kids all by ourselves. So we'd have to form an agency from all your worker elves. With a team of thousands, sure, maybe we could handle the load. Then one would surely blow the whistle, though our own house, Edward Snowden. Then. Is Edward Snowden still... In Russia? I don't even know where that I guy think is. So. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, anywho. Uh, yeah. Any, there you go. Uh, they, they reference uh, Hello Nurse and uh, Minerva Mink. They've been a lot mm-hmm. less naughty on they the show. They even show them. They show, they show them. Hello Nurse, who looks kind of odd in this uh, the reboot style. <laughs> she looks mm-hmm. like a Bratz doll to me <laughs> more than anything. Maybe her lips aren't big enough for a Bratz doll, but she still looks a little, I don't know. The The model of, of her is a little bit off, in my opinion. Uh, but they also referenced uh, Yakko being lactose intolerant, which, of course, was just a quick little silly gag at the end of a, you know, like a the tower gag so at the end of one episode. or something. Yeah, I don't know. Right. But, um, but 
that became a huge meme in the in the, I think it was more referencing something in the Animaniacs community. In the which, fan fiction. Yeah, kind of a fan fiction thing. It was a fan fiction by Mimi Zero Two Zero Four, according to the Wikipedia called Big Brother's Responsibility. And we almost talked about that, I think, at one point because we were doing the podcast and it became such a thing. But I believe I asked online, should we even talk about this? And people said, please, dear God, no. <laughs> Yay, I'm glad we didn't because I don't want to know what that is. At least you got responses. I mean, you know. Yeah, exactly. Nice hey. to get feedback. Yeah, I know. Hey, we got feedback. People said, please don't do that. And I could understand why. I mean, it really got, I mean, just, I remember the Animaniacast Twitter feed was just overrun with just pictures of Yakko drinking milk and being, <laughs> finding himself sick. It was, I, it, I never really found any of it funny, but it was, you know how some memes are. It's not necessarily even funny. It's like, look, I'm doing the same thing that other person did. Get it? Cause they did that. That's how a lot of memes are to, in my opinion. <laughs> not that they're necessarily funny, but people are like, aha, uh-huh, I get it. Cause of that thing. But that's pretty much it for uh, references, I believe. Unless Nathan, you know of any ones that I'm major ones that I'm forgetting. Um. Oh, I'm just looking to see how much, uh, how much uh, milk and cookies Santa has to eat. And <laughs> <laughs> comparing it to the song, um, it's 71 billion calor- calories over the night, um, which uh, is 40.4 billion. Uh, calories from milk and if you had one cookie a piece at each house it'd be about 30.9 billion calories from cookies so so i wonder how much i wonder how much the the the, they did actually computation nathan does the does near the math major i don't know i need to go to the it seemed like they were off because they were going like oh we'd be heavier than the sun i was like okay no you have a conservation of mass so like you're not eating more mass than like like the mass is on the earth the sun is a mass of incandescent gas exactly well it's a miasma of incandescent plasma yes Uh, the more updated uh they might be giant song oh well (laughs) they corrected themselves i like the og yeah, know, and that too, OG, They Might Be Giants, is from an OG 1950s song. That's how OG that song is. Uh, yeah. It, look, if you don't know what we're talking about, folks, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but as, as, is there any moments in this, Nathan? You know what? Before, There's one more thing that might be a reference. Who's the guy who plays J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man? I forget his name. You guys know the actor I'm talking about now? I don't J, remember. J. Jonah Jameson actor it's uh jk simmons okay there yeah. was a there was a thing a few years ago where it was jk simmons showing him working out or something like that and i swear it looked like this santa the kind of like this oh, workout buff this santa buff santa let me see here i'm gonna say doesn't he say great caesar's ghost or no is that was that in the pinky in the brain one uh, One of the episodes that we just watched, somebody said Great Caesar's Ghost, and I thought that was the dude from Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe, um, I don't know. Maybe. But, yeah, the but, voice of Santa on this was uh, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. Yeah, which watched the new season Santa of, before. Yeah. Well, in in, uh, in, the, in, in Futurama. Futurama. <laughs> yeah, there's two episodes he does. Whom I love. I John like, Goodman. I think John Goodman does the better Santa robot. But personally. he didn't come back, right? He only did yeah, the one exactly. episode, right? So yeah. John DiMaggio did it more. So. It's true. 
So they changed his programming slightly and his voice changed. <laughs> uh, by the way, we, we talk about Futuraba in the uh, bonus audio. And oh, so yeah. if you want to learn more about Nathan and me, our opinion about it, then listen to the bonus audio on Patreon. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. We like it, but we're not going to tell you the reasons why. Ooh, that's a little, that's the tease that's to get spoiler? you to go. No, in the thing, we'll <laughs> tell you why, but not exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you, we like it, but why? You have to listen. Uh-huh. Oh, right. my bad. The Great Caesar's Ghost, I just looked it up. It It's from Superman. So I guess it's the, the newspaper guy. Or the, yeah. Perry? The boss is Superman. Yeah. But I, yeah. for some reason, I was thinking it was the guy from Spider-Man. You know, they're very similar. I, I do remember as a kid, though, I always thought J. Jonah Jameson was like, I, I never understood. Because as a kid, when to every everybody now knows Peter Parker and he is a newspaper reporter and everything as a kid, just kind of watching this, the cartoon off and on and not really paying attention. Cause I'm a little, I'm five years old. I never understood who this guy was. And he kept yelling at, <laughs> I was like, is this the big other person? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, he just a so ph- mad? wasn't he just a photographer though? Yeah. He, well, yeah. Jay Jonah Jameson's the editor no. and, uh, yeah. Peter Parker. I want pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, anyway, he looks like, like you look up look up uh, J.K. Simmons' workout, and I'm telling you, folks, he looks like Buff Santa. I've seen I've seen the um, yeah I yeah think. you know I I'm think I remember about. when those came out. Yeah, it was it's it's creepy how buff he is. Anywho, uh, Kelly, what did you like about this uh, this this Santa thing? Because there's no Rudolph. Yeah. Um, I like the reference to Yakko's world. There you go. And Nathan, anything else that you appreciated in this? Um, I appreciate the science that they were going through, although it's like kind of, I mean, I guess it's like, this is how amazing Santa is because he has all, does all these things and no one else could, but also it's like, why is Santa not doing it? Why Why did they never really mention the fact that this is now a day after Christmas. This is like boxing day. Yeah. And no one's going to like in, in real life, Christmas specials in real life Christmas specials, you know, like, you know, like a Santa can go back in time. He's that's what I was hoping they would like. They're going to say, okay, now we have to go back in time and save it because Santa missed Christmas. I think that's like this is the whole plot of a lot of Christmas movies (laughs) is the the year Santa was not able to deliver gifts. And this was a it's always a huge deal. And this Animaniacs. This time it happened before it happened. Let's do it the next day. Who cares? Yeah, no, no. It's like, I thought really? maybe it would, you know, I thought maybe Christmas just happens on different days, you know, just whenever Santa does it. So that's <laughs> yeah, why I was like, maybe it happened on like, February 17th once. But, he's no. like, birth of Christ, my holly butt, or I don't know. What well, say? Christ well, probably wasn't born on December That's true. He might have been born in, he might have been born. Born in the born, summer. Yeah. He could have been born in August. Because there's shepherds on the fields. Why are they, they're not out there on, in, in, this, in the. December in the winter. Yeah, it's, a, it's the Middle East. It's warm all the time, isn't it? I don't no, know. They go out in the. <laughs> they would be out in the spring or summer. So, sure. There you see. There you go. Taking a pagan holiday and making it our own. <laughs> all right. Well, there was a couple more. I'd, I think we mentioned all the major things I could have appreciated in this, but uh, there's a couple more references. I'm just looking at my notes. Hey, there was the Wacko did kind of a SpongeBob rainbow kind of meme thing when he spread his hands out that was a reference to the meme mm-hmm. and uh there was 
kind of a running gag more than anything. There's this director in the Warner oh, Brothers yeah, lot at the beginning, mm-hmm. and he screams. He he's makes, in at least he's in one episode every season at least. Yeah, so. and he always goes ah. You know, if you're looking for that, well, it happened. <laughs> the director made a scream. Uh, there you go. Well, let's go ahead and get to our water tower rating. Okay, out of five water towers, how many would you give this episode of the Animaniacs reboot? Kelly, let's start with you. Um, I'm going to go to... I just didn't find either segment really interesting. And then when they pulled out the the homage to the Grinch, um, I got tired of the Grinch in elementary school because <laughs> they played it over and over and over again, like in every class all the time. So it's it's overdone. Um, I never even watched the Jim Carrey movie all the way through. Oh, no, I didn't either. I didn't yeah. know. And um, so I just... I, no. Which Jim Carrey? No, <laughs> the Grinch movie. The, oh. the other green guy he played. So I just oh. didn't. I just didn't find it funny. All right, Nathan, what do you do think? Um, I also gave it a two because uh, it's not even Christmas. What am I watching this for? <laughs> uh, no, uh, <laughs> it was uh, fine. I've seen better Christmas specials, and uh, Rudolph in the Brain being one of them, and oh. yeah. Oh, we're talking about cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rudolph is still a cartoon. <laughs> I mean, you're talking to somebody. I had a, a Siberian uh, Husky named Yukon Cornelius. So, you know, kind and, of a fan. Uh, and he would always yeah, lick the, things and go, nothing. <laughs> the, uh, the the Grinch uh, parody has been played out a bit. You know, there's been. Okay. Well, and I'm, also, oh. this thing was also played out because they've already done the exact same thing in the last time they did. That's true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, and it was long. It was a longer episode. It was 25 minutes. Where a mm-hmm. lot of these uh, these episodes are 22, 23. Anyway. It I... wasn't 25 if you fast forwarded through the opening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to flip. I usually go around the same. I'm actually going to go higher than you two. Oh, what? I'm going to say three. Oh, wow. Because it was reminiscent. The in the brain? I <laughs> It was reminiscent of classic episodes to me. Mm. It had a it had more of a like a, a heart to it than I, I even though the Warner's one was the song I didn't really like and yeah like I said it wasn't that necessarily funny. Again, I kind of like I appreciated more of what they were doing in this one compared to many of the episodes of the reboot. So I'm going to say a three. I almost said three and a half, but I was like, nah, three and a half. After talking about it some more, I was like, nah, not three and a half, but three. Uh, you know, a decent, it's, it's actually one of my, I, I would say, in my opinion, one of the stronger episodes of the reboot for me so far. So mm. that's just my opinion. Well, uh, before we get going, I, I got I to gotta pull out my Kindle. Because we got... Oh, that's right. Hey. Oh, he's already asleep. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> then, then, this, then this will be a short trivia thing, because <laughs> Kelly will be asleep through, uh, through a lot of it. We're going to do some water tower trivia. Okay. We're going to Kelly first. By the way, you guys tied last time. Do you guys realize that? It's yeah, true. I heard. The announcer yeah. told me. Yeah, the announcer He called me you. after the show. <laughs> oh, he called you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. He well, didn't call me. Well, I'm not surprised. That guy's a jerk. Okay. Well, uh, 
we're going to go to the next quiz. And you guys, uh, Kelly, quiz me quick. Quiz me quick. Fill in the blank, Kelly. Bulgaria, Saudi Arabia, Hungary, Cyprus, blank. Iraq and, blank. and Iran. Iraq. You're right. It was Iraq. Iraq. Iraq and Iran. Iraq and Iran. Kelly gets a point. Okay, number two for Nathan. What did the critics bribe Skippy to get in? <laughs> what did, Sk- um, what did the critics? This must be is that cri- the question? In a critical, yeah, yeah. Oh, I read these. Okay. Technically, they yeah. said what technically the, they... there's the wrong tense of bribe. It says, "What did the critics bribed Skippy with to get in?" <laughs> um, that's why copy I editors exist. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll say. Uh, uh, but butter, butter for their popcorns. No, oh, no. that's what I they know, put on there from his gut. It was just money. Oh, you're, <laughs> Kelly was supposed to. Oh, that's true. Well, we're, we're doing fine. lightning round. I, I don't know. Yeah, we're doing lightning round anyway. Okay, so Kelly has a point. Nathan has nothing. All yeah, right, I, none. Uh, I said like Newton. Oh, this one's an easy one, Kelly. I think like Newt. <laughs> Isaac Newt Chevy. <laughs> On whose statue did the did the good feathers often perch? They perched on Scorsese's statue. Yeah, Martin Scorsese. Kelly gets another point. Woohoo. All right. Nathan, what is the last word Yakko sings in all the words in the English language? Um Ooh. I'll give you a clue. It starts with a Z. Yeah, I was like, it starts with a Z. Um, I'll say, uh, no, that would make sense, but it's not. Kelly, do you want to steal? Any guess, Kelly? Zebulon. Mm. I thought you were going to say it for a second. It's Zaire. Oh. Zaire. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, what was the name of the, this is to Kelly. What was the <laughs> name of the rooster? That's constantly disguised as a human. Kelly's going to run away with this one. Chicken boo. Chicken boo. This is good though because it, Kelly's sleepy, but we're giving her easy questions, so this is this is good. We're not okay. Nathan, which of these does only Wacko Warner does? Wait, which of these does only Wacko Warner sing about? Um, there's no choices. No, there's no choices. Okay, <laughs> which of these does only Wacko Warner sing about? Uh, I'll say the uh, states, capitals. You're right. There you go. Woo-hoo. Fifty states in their capitals. Yeah, Very man. good. Uh, back to back to see what would what would this trivia book be like without numerous things about Yakko's world? More about Yakko's world. There's Syria, Lebanon, Israel, Jordan, both blank, Kuwait, and Bahrain. Both what? What? Um. Does he say both? In both and now one. Both, both. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Syria, Lebanon, Israel, Jordan. Oh, I'm blanking on it because now I've got both in my head, and and I don't. Yeah, I, for, for some reason I don't. I don't remember him saying both, but I think I guess he does. I feel like Yemen goes in there. You're right. Okay. Although technically he wrote Yemen's, so I say he it could be a girl. I don't know. I think it says. I think it's a guy. I think a guy wrote this thing. I think it was you. I think it was you. All right. I didn't write this. Okay. Uh, finish <laughs> the uh, finish the lyric, Nathan. 
United States, Canada. Ooh, we're back to the beginning Mexico, again. Mexico, <laughs> Panama. I remember it now. Uh, pa- Panama, Haiti, Jamaica. Oh. Peru. Very good, Nathan. Yeah. Republic, Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too. <laughs> okay. To Kelly. Who does Dr. Scratch and Sniff call into his office for help? Hello, nurse. That's right. And final question for Nathan. Ooh. Uh, no the, way the, I can the, win. <laughs> final question. Which character from Tiny Toon Adventures made a cameo appearance? Well, this is... Yeah, there's a I few. Mean, I'll say the, Lucky Duck. That's a good guess, but that's not... That's what I would have guessed, too, okay. but that's not what this person... That's not the answer. Know. No. I'll get... Uh, well, th- this is... This Kelly is not for a point, it. Kelly, because you already won. But I'll Yay. see. If, I'll see if you can. Uh, I believe the cameo that this person is talking about. Wait, maybe it doesn't. I'm trying to think what episode they're referring to. And my first gut instinct was to say Wally Lama, but oh, Wally Lama! It's not. I don't think it's Wally Lama. I think a, a character that's based upon. I'll say Elmira. <laughs> <laughs> that's another good guess. No. Oh, that's Buster and Babs. No. Um, Dizzy Devil. No. Yeah, he appeared, but no. Shirley mm. the Loon. Yeah, oh. Taking me. Does she yeah. appear? In, I know I know. Uh, Shirley MacLaine I, shows up in Wally Lama, but I don't think she, she does. Yeah. I, think yeah. she, I don't think she yeah. shows up in Wally Lama. I was thinking of Shirley MacLaine, which is, of course, the, you know, inspiration for Shirley the Loon. Shirley wow. MacLaine. <laughs> well, there you go. There's Water Tower trivia, and I think we can say without a doubt that, yes, Kelly won this round and she's tired mm-hmm. she's sleep deprived and she still won so congratulations kelly Woo. i am i'm exhausted i i'm only getting like five hours of sleep a night so me too me too really okay <laughs> hey but it's a lot earlier where we are so yeah wow. yeah well but by 10 30 i'm i'm uh, i'm passing out <laughs> yeah i wish i'm trying to sleep i don't get i don't like fall asleep to like two so i just like listen to true crime podcasts about murder <laughs> trying to relax yeah. and go to sleep and it's it's not working like it normally does, y'all. Well, whenever you want to, this is just a recommendation for our listeners out there. Whenever you're sleep deprived, deprived, listen, listen to, to our Animania. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you'll fall right asleep. <laughs> um, hey, hey, let's let's plug let's plug something right here that we haven't talked about for a while, which is Nathan pointed out we had an Apple Podcast review. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and and if you ever want to do, hey. They don't help at all with like you know listenership or anything, but they're super nice to do. And you know, for those people, we checking, get we get a big rush when we read. We them like and... seeing we like them. We like seeing positive reviews. It makes us happy. And so I, I shared this on social media. But this, whoa, hey, whoa, what? <laughs> I just put, turned on music. Okay, let me try my <laughs> reset myself. Okay. So we uh, I shared this on social media, but it says totally insaney. We are. Listening through this podcast again from the beginning, it makes all road trips better. It makes going to work better. It makes going to the doctor better. It makes going everywhere better. And that is from Reg Snick on Apple Podcasts. So thank you so yep. much. That made us all go. Ee. We love that. Yeah. yeah, I was. I thought I felt bad that we made him go totally insane. I know. I felt really bad, but <laughs> like, hey, we. Oh. It, that's what happens when you have over. Two oh, 280 something podcast episodes. It's like that is a very bingeable if you're into it. Like, you know, that's true. Like, I would, it. I appreciate podcasts that have a big catalog, and we certainly do at this point. So, you can't take that away from us. 
<laughs> well, let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Where can you be reached all online if people wanted to say hi? Kelly, what about you? I'm on Twitter X. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S. Nathan, what about you? X, baby. <laughs> Django FT, that's me. That's where all the bros goes on X, dude. Yeah. Extreme. Yeah. Extreme social media. Is that media. where you have your Mojo Dojo Casa house? <laughs> yeah. Na- Does Nathan even get that? You still haven't seen Barbie yet. Nah, no, I just love that. saying that. That's funny. Oh, well. The Animani cast, we're on X or whatever, on Instagram and Facebook and Threads. And uh, what is Fred's? Threads is the oh, Threads. I thought you said Fred's. Oh, Fred's. Who? That's a new one. Fred. Fred. It's the new social media where just the Fred's get together. You Uh, just go to Fred's house. You can meet (laughs) us there. And And of course, there we have a Patreon. You could support us over there. And a YouTube. You could subscribe over there. There's a lot of different ways you can listen to us and have fun. So do all that stuff. Just do it all. Why not? Yeah. Anywho. Let's go ahead and wrap things up for Nathan and Kelly. This is Joey saying goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. Deswallify him at once. Oh... Hot Mouse Summer ended before it even started.